big virtual high five for making it to the end of the week. That was legit, everybody. A real high five. And now I need hand sanitizer. Yeah, you don't see many of those today. <laughs> no. It's Friday, and if you are a resident in Kiteland, which I know you are, mm -hmm. that means it's all about grounding, connecting, and bonding. And what better way to go into the weekend than with a nice exhale <sighs> and a group hug. <laughs> and today, woo-wee, we have a deep one. Are you ready, David? I was ready for that. I wasn't ready for that random noise. What are we, at a rodeo? It was called a hee-haw. Oh, sorry. Here we go. Financial net worth is simple math. Assets minus liabilities equal your net worth. Emotional net worth mm. is measured by your net work. E-N-W equals N. Fact check me. Need more N? We fix that. I can always use a little more N. And I have to admit, when we first test marketed this in our small dose my attempt at being clever crashed and burned like a champ dude people got so thrown off by the formulas and needed a little explanation yeah just slightly and the sad thing was we even threw off one of our own teammates that's okay so let's break it down brick bribe bry bry big <laughs> <laughs> this is great radio don't okay let's let's do it. break it down Brick by brick for the audience. You got through it all I right. got through. <laughs> okay, the formula for finding your financial net worth is... Very simply. Assets minus liabilities equals your financial net worth. And then playing off of that, which is where I got in big trouble with formulation, <laughs> is that your emotional net worth... See how clever that is? So clever. It's valued at how strong your network of friends are. So therefore, E and W equals N. All right. I hope that I made everything clear enough with that. Let's move on. Let's take my idea and chase it down the rabbit hole, shall we? I love it. Commence chasing. I've got my chasing gear on. Jesus, David, what would that even look like? <laughs> Well, as I'm laughing here, you know that I got a conjured vision. And it, for well, one word, it looks silly. Yeah. <laughs> Chaps. <laughs> Later hosen. Something, something not right. <laughs> Things exposed. Yeah. Okay. Enough of that. As a leadership coach, I've always said that your team's tinsel strength will be revealed in a time of crisis. And like most things in business, it's a direct correlation or translation into life in general. We've all been there, a crisis or maybe a slump of one kind or another. Of course, like when you pick up your phone and start going through your contacts for support, you have a select group that you will dial first. Am I wrong? That's absolutely right. And that is your network. My emotional net worth is, my assertion is anyway, is that the more people you have in that network that you can truly rely upon, the higher your emotional net worth is. Sure. So the opposite could be said. Those without a network will, will suffer from a low emotional net worth. Uh, precisely. And while this may be obvious to you because we're in the moment with it and discussing it, the worst time to find that out, that your network is hollow or compromised, is during the time that you are in crisis or in that slump. 
Right. In fact, that additional blow can be what pushes someone over the edge. Sure, like waiting for a fire to test your fire extinguisher. <laughs> exactly. No, it's brilliant. So perhaps now, while you're not in crisis, it's probably the good time to take inventory of your network. Wait, did I almost make it through the entire half of a podcast without an illustrative story? Where are your manners? <laughs> All right, story commencing. My youngest daughter and I decided to take a nice, long day trip down the coast into Big Sur from Monterey. David, that, that is one of the most luxurious drives in the world. Indeed it is. Yeah. Oh, it's just amazing. It's really God's country. And in this case, we had the top down. The weather was gorgeous. The air was clean and warm. And the coast was just breathtaking. We stopped at our normal favorite spots, Big Sur, River Inn, Nepenthe, Ventana. Mm, all great choices. I would add Big Sur Bakery in there. Ooh, yeah, definitely. Especially she likes her carbs, let me tell you, that girl. Anyway, if you're unfamiliar, the Big Sur River Inn, for instance, you can order your food and drinks, and then you carry them down to the river, where they've literally placed the furniture in the middle of the river. So you can eat just hovering above the water. Now, to get there, most people take off their shoes. Sure. Well, in your case, flip-flops. That is true. Yeah. Well, others attempt to traverse the river by walking on top of the exposed rocks. Now, my daughter decided to attempt the ladder. Mm, yeah. Ugly. So, and I wouldn't be telling the story if her plan A had worked out, right? So, that's right. A few steps in and kersplash. Both feet submerged instantly, soaking her shoes and her only pair of socks. <laughs> and, of course, like you, we both maniacally laughed, well, laughed instantly. Yes, yeah. and, of course. And, you know, the saying goes here in Kite Land... No one has ever told a great story about, about how, how plan, plan A, a worked out. out. Yeah. Took the words yeah. right out of my mouth. <laughs> and remarkable memories are not made by average experiences. So after the river, quote, incident, we kept going down the coast and stopped a few times to pull out, take photos, and, well, and to pee because, you know, there's very little between point A and point B. Long spans of just nature and plenty of shrubbery, which we... Gave a nice little sprinkling to. Uh, the only bummer of our trip to that point was that we had sat through the construction that was just seemingly endless, and one lane was closed for miles. Do you yeah. remember that? Dude, that was all summer. Yeah, yeah. So it added an additional hour to what would already be a 90-minute trip. <clears throat> but we didn't care. It gave us more quality time to talk and to listen to her new playlist of songs. There's nothing more angelic than that girl's voice. So true. And I know you have a little bias. You're her father. But yep. trust me, when I tell you all, I agree. She has the voice of an angel. I can't disagree with that. So in the middle of one of her sing-along songs, my bliss was completely shattered. And I was snapped back into reality as the warning light came on for my tire pressure. Mm. And my fancy car... Oh, my God. Fancy car. I do have a fancy car. Well, this particular fancy car tells me when the pressure has dropped below the optimum and literally gives me not only the tire that's having a problem, but it's giving me the reading of the exact pressure of that tire. And 
Well, my tires are supposed to be at 42 PSI, and this tire was at 30. Oops. <laughs> well done. <laughs> That's exactly how it sounded. It was not the sound you wanted to hear. And here's the worst part. We were nowhere near civilization. I'm sure you know what that area is like. Oh, Big Sur has no phone <clears throat> signal either to make matters worse. Right. And the closest gas station was 12 miles back. My palms literally started to sweat. And while I was doing my best to remain calm as to not rattle my daughter, I, mm-hmm. I could tell that her anxiety was pretty high. Uh, of course. I bet the singing stopped. Or, Almost immediately. Or turned very melancholy. <laughs> yeah, she started singing Cure songs. <laughs> Morrissey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but in seriousness, uh, you know, we drove uh, back to the gas station in hopes that just simply filling the tires back up might get us to limp back all the way to Monterey. But within a quarter of a mile, it was clear it was down to 20, then to 10, then to zero. Now, in the infinite wisdom of this car manufacturer and this fancy car pointer outer, there are no spare tires. These tires were designed to be able to drive 40 miles on a flat. In fact, cleverly, they named them run flats. Well, unfortunately, they can't think of everything. And they didn't. (laughs) And, you know, that's all well and good when it's not Sunday and it's not Big Sur that you're traveling in. And that you're not well beyond 40 miles from home. Uh, Extraordinarily true. So we finally limped back to the gas station. And as predicted, when I attempted to reinflate the tire, it was so damaged. You could see it was just shredded. And it wasn't going to hold any air whatsoever. So... Fortunately, we did have a phone signal, and knowing that this is a Sunday, in the afternoon, 90 minutes from home, and with the additional construction, an additional hour, my daughter rightfully and anxiously asked, Dad, do you know anyone you can call? She had to be freaking out. Oh, she was freaking out. But with a confident smile, I replied, I have a strong network, honey. And I can narrow it down to literally 10 people. So trust me, dear, we're going to be fine. So I literally dialed the very first number that I had in mind. And one of my best buddies was already literally getting in his car to come rescue us without any hesitation. Such a great ending to this story. Yep. And it's a remarkable memory that we created. It grounded us, it bonded us, and it strengthened our connection. Sure. But let me pose this. What if... I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> what if your network was shitty? Yeah. 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 So if I didn't have anyone I could have called, uh, we would have been stranded, literally. Uh, especially because this was during COVID times. And the tow truck, when I called them, said that they were not allowed to carry passengers back in the cab. And to make matters worse, no Ubers were traveling out that far. So... We would have effectively been screwed, stranded, and, you know, it would have been all due to me not having a very strong network. So, Amen. Michelle, lots of wisdom bombs today. What was mm. your mic drop moment? David, I have to tell you, my strong suggestion is to take an inventory of your network. Yes, ma'am. Ask yourself, who would travel two and a half hours each way to rescue you 
if you needed it. And one last bit of advice, ask yourself, ready for this? Mm, I'm ready. Am I the person oh. that would drive two and a half hours <laughs> yeah. each way to rescue someone else? Yeah, I'll tell you what, that's not rocket science. Those two answers are literally inseparable. And that's something that everybody needs to meditate on. So if you're expecting someone to come get you, are you the type of person that would go get someone else? You're right. Meditate on that. Absolutely. Is your emotional net worth lower than you'd like? Is your network the issue? We fix that. Go out there and fly that kite. Damn straight. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to today's gift of the day. Check back tomorrow for another gift from your friends at the Red Kite Movement.